do Michael Chão. Glad you're with us today. Thanks for hanging out. Certainly appreciate it. Hey, the odds are in through uh, our friends at betonline.ag for the uh, NBA championship. We'll tell you that coming up here in just a moment. want to remind you that our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, boy, there's a whole bunch of them getting ready to go down to a Daytona Bike Week. And if you're looking to do that, great. Head down there and check out our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. But maybe you're looking to ride. Maybe you're looking for lessons. Maybe you're looking for motor clothes, parts, accessories, getting your bike out of storage, getting it tuned up for the upcoming riding season, whatever it may be. Check out WISHD.com on Highway 67 in Oconomowoc. That is WISHD.com. The Bucks are currently fifth. Actually, they're fourth. They're tied with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Phoenix, the odds-on favorite, 22-5 to five when uh, Chris Paul comes back. Golden State right behind him at 9-2. to two. Then you got the 76ers, 13-2 to two odds. The Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks both tied at 7-1 to one odds, followed by the Heat. The Celtics, the Jazz, the Bulls, and the Grizzlies. That's your top 10 teams in the NBA. The odds on favorite to win the East? Philadelphia at 13 to 4. There you go, Ben. The Brooklyn Nets, and then the Bucks, and then the Heat, and then the Celtics. Philadelphia right now, your odds on favorite to win the East. I don't understand why everyone is so confident that the Nets are going to return to their form from last year. Uh, I think what people are betting on is that these mandates being lifted is going to give Kyrie an everyday ability to play. Even so. And I've, therefore, he's going to help boost the Brooklyn Nets. Right. I, Durant is Durant, but I, I just can't. Everyone thinks Ben Simmons is Magic Johnson suddenly. Yep. No, it's I, I agree with that. But I think that's part of uh, the reason as to what they're looking at. Did you see that uh, he's not going to play until after they visit Philadelphia? Uh, no, I did not. Back, Again, back, really? Back stiffness now. Oh, jeez. Back stiffness. Gotcha. Well, isn't that convenient? <laughs> uh, well, that's Ben Simmons, though. And you know what? Maybe do you think it's smart? Otherwise, uh, there may be some chippiness between him and Joel Embiid. Chippiness, no. I, I think it is. I think it's a worse look not playing in that game than it is playing and playing poorly. Like the whole thing I think is. Like he, well, it's clearly he's avoiding them. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that, right? He's avoiding the fans more than anything, not the players yeah. necessarily. I don't know. Oh, he yeah, but he's still going to be on the bench, you would assume, right? He's going to be booed walking out of the walking out of the door. Ah, uh, they'll find a way to they'll find a way to leave him in New York. Okay. If if he doesn't even show up, then that's right up there with cowardice, right? Yes, but. I say that, and then people, yeah. you know, call me too critical, but it's unbelievable. No, it's not being too critical. It's the tr it's the truth. Here's the thing. People get honest about certain things we say, and if you say it's too critical, tell me what, then, then give me an alternative opinion. Don't just say you're bashing a bash or you're infatuated with or whatever. I mean, give me the alternative. And then argue it legitimately. Otherwise, it's just, it's just, bashing to bash and look Ben Simmons is kind of a jag can't deny it 
right? You can't, you, there's not a lot of defense there for the way he's handled himself. So My, not too critical, just spreading the truth. Right. My favorite thing to watch right now is Nets fans are going through the same thing that a lot of people did for the last six years. They saw one video of Simmons shooting a mid-range jump shot in practice mm-hmm. without being defended with no fans. They're like, oh, he could shoot now. He's going to start shooting. Yeah, he's, he's going to start firing it up from outside, and it's still going to be bad. Is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free. 877-867-1670. Uh, Mark says, uh, what are you going to do with all of those Girl Scout cookies? No way you're going to eat them all between now and the end of the tournament. No, no. Those usually last um, usually through the end of July. But because there's so many this year, maybe they, maybe they'll go a little bit longer, but usually through the end of July. I'll take a box, maybe two, down to the house with me when I uh, go on vacation mid-July, do something like that. But for the most part, they'll last through mid-July. But no, they're not all going away during the tournament. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Ain't no way. Uh, Aaron says that uh, Rodgers needs to make his mind up when he's good and ready, uh, why are uh, why are people coming down on him so hard for holding the team hostage? He told everybody he'd be making a decision sooner rather than later. No, I I, I agree with that. I have said I will not get on the Aaron Rodgers needs to make a decision bandwagon uh, until the deadline that he kind of preset, which is next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, they need to make, need to make a determination on a couple of things. One is, are they going to franchise tag or not Devontae Adams? Have they come to a contract agreement with Devontae Adams? And if they haven't and things are kind of hanging in the balance, well, then, you know, they're probably waiting for Rodgers. And, and Gutekinds has made it clear that Rodgers, quote, is the first one to fall. So if Rodgers is indeed the first one to fall, then they need to get that done. That's he can't if the contract and the details are sitting there and they're like, OK, here it is. And as people are like, this is a good deal, Aaron, let's go. And Aaron says, well, I want to wait for this, this, and this. Then he's holding the team hostage. Then he's not, I mean, he may be taking into consideration the team, but he's probably taking more into consideration himself or trying to get his guy paid or something like that. But you can't do things until kind of as, you know, Brian Gudikins put it, Aaron's the first one to fall, which goes back to, the philosophy, if you will, of Ron Wolf from years gone by. I mean, Ron Wolf always said, the first thing you do is lock up your quarterback. Once your quarterback's locked up, everything else, you start to kind of rotate around that. He always said, he always attributed it to like, you know, ripples on a pond. That once you got the quarterback set, then everything, you know, kind of goes outward. But if you don't have a quarterback, then it changes the way you look at your team. What do you need? So I think that's where the Packers are right now. They're just kind of looking at this thing saying, we just need to get the quarterback done, and once the quarterback's done, we'll move on. So I get that. Understand it. 877-867-1670. Uh, this, is from, uh, this is from Todd. Todd says, uh, do you really believe that the Bucks are that good or that bad of an NBA team? Don't you think that they should be the one of the top dogs when it comes to uh, betting no not really phoenix has been solid all season long i don't and, you know and, and again the hand injury to chris paul has kind of set them back but he's expected to come back and it doesn't look like it's going to be problematic uh the warriors have been really good out west as well they're back okay um and philadelphia has gotten substantially better i mean they just they just are um 
although Ben's not a full onboard believer just yet, uh, we still think that they're going to be pretty good. Um, but how about uh, the the whole thing with this year's team, with all the veterans that they were bringing in with the Lakers? You talk about an ultimate failure. And I I, I know Westbrook got really kind of kind of snotty with the uh, with the media, um, but he has added basically nothing. Saw that coming from a mile away. He has added nothing. Westbrook has been. He was really, really good with KD in Oklahoma City, but everybody wanted to see whether it was KD or or if it was Westbrook. And KD, the problem with, with Kevin Durant was he got added to the Warriors, who were already good. So you didn't know how good KD was. Then he goes to Brooklyn, and obviously he's, you know, completely, uh, you know, gotten everybody's respect for what he did for Brooklyn, specifically last year. In the postseason, no, he almost single-handedly beat the box. In the meantime, Westbrook has gone on and hasn't done much. Put up points, complained about everything. And this year with the Lakers, it was supposed to be this terrific off-season addition. He was going to be the extra piece that was going to propel LeBron back to a, back to a finals. And LeBron, all he needed to do was play LeBron-esque, and he was going to carry the team. Well, LeBron has proven that as good as he is, and the numbers that he's putting up this year, and I know people will argue this, but he can't just carry a team the way he used to. He just, he, he just, he, he doesn't have that. He, he can carry you to a win or something, but he's not carrying you to a finals. LeBron years ago could carry you to a finals almost on his own. And this year he can't do it. He's still really good. Don't get me wrong, but the, the guy can't do it by himself, and he's not getting much help. And Anthony Davis is an injury waiting to happen continuously. We all know that. So I, it's just you talk about a disappointing season for the L.A. Lakers. And, it, and the best team in L.A. right now is the Clippers. It's not the Lakers. Meanwhile, you got Draymond Green, who is really believed to be – I mean, Steph Curry is fantastic, but Draymond Green, his absence because of the, the injury, has really kind of exposed some of the, the weaknesses of the Warriors – but when he comes back, I mean, he's been extremely solid. He's been extremely solid for them, and they then become a contender. So, um, you know, and Kevin Durant, as we all know, he just came back and, you know, I think he just dropped 31 uh, after uh, coming back from his injury. But, you know, again, he's also an injury waiting to happen as Father Time grabs him. So it's a lot of what-ifs right now, and there's still a lot of basketball left to be played before the season ends in the NBA. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Give us a shout. Uh, Luke says, uh, I want to see Aaron Rodgers come back, but at what point does Aaron Rodgers understand that he cannot have this much money and the team be this good? Um, when we had Peter Bukowski on a little bit earlier from the Locked on Packers podcast, the thought process is this, and I think it goes back to when David Bakhtiari years ago said the teams can always find a way to pay us. I think what you're looking at is Rodgers is thinking, one, he's got a really, 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 and rightfully so, but high self-worth when it comes to the position he plays and the way he plays it. Two, he's bouncing back after back-to-back MVP seasons. Three, he can say, you know what, pay me. I want to be the highest-paid player over the next couple of years, but 
we'll push some of that money, that guaranteed money, down the road, or we'll do some signing bonuses or whatever. Okay, so he'll still get close to fifty million, or in that ballpark if he's going to be the highest paid player. But a lot of that money gets pushed down the road, so it's a two-year deal with voidable years. But once he leaves after two years, then you're going to have forty-something million of that come due. So you're in essence right now going for it, and you're going to worry about three years down the road. Three years down the road, you're not going to worry about it now. He'll still get his money, but you and I both look at it as why does he just not take twenty million instead of forty million or sixty million or fifty million or whatever? Why does he just take a lot less, push that money down the road, and worry about winning championships rather than being the highest paid player? I can't argue with either logic. Rogers has earned it. He deserves it. I get it. On the other hand, it's nothing but a hindrance to the team at some point. The team that he cares about so much and the fans that he cares about so much and all of that, it is all about the money. Even though he said it wasn't about the money, it's about the money. Right? There you go. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. John Adley and the staff over at Water Doctors uh, want me to tell you that uh, you're doing it, and uh, they appreciate it. Uh, and by that, I mean they have been for a while now trying to raise enough money to get some uh, service dogs trained. And there's a need for service dogs in our area to help out veterans, and it costs about $25,000 a dog to fully train a service dog. Now, less if you just want to have the companion dog uh, that can work with you, but uh, they've been raising money for this for quite some time, and uh, they've raised quite a bit of money, and it's all because of you and your donations. So keep them coming over at Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. That's H2, the letter O, doctors.com. And uh, if you're looking for a terrific water softening system, there isn't anything better than the Connecticut water softening system, which uh, it uses salt minimally. It uh, runs on its own pressure. You don't have, like, electric all plugged in all over the house or anything like that. And it is just simply fantastic. I, I can't tell you enough. Uh, everything regarding the water doctors, the fact that I can wash my car because I've got it hooked up to one of the spigots that go outside and I use it on my uh, my pressure washer. You can, uh, you know, it doesn't leave a ton of spots or anything like that, like hard water does. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, then there's the water inside the house, whether it's doing washing for clothes, in the shower, Reverse osmosis for drinking. It's fantastic. Go to h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h2theletterodoctors.com. And uh, and see for yourself because they're fantastic. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, there's all kinds of things we can get into. By the way, the uh, the big news of the day is that the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys making some making some headlines. They are likely to release Amari Cooper. By the start of the new league year, he is due $20 million in fully guaranteed money on the fifth day of the new year league year, which is March 20th. So the Cowboys uh, uh, gave Cooper that $100 million contract in a way in which they could get out of that deal for a relatively pittance amount of money 
after just a couple of seasons. And if they cut Cooper, he would count only $6 million against the salary cap and not $22 million against the cap, like he's about to. And for a team that's to be, uh, you know, kind of projected to be more than $21 million over the cap, every dollar counts right now, especially with so many unsigned key free agents, such as uh, Randy Gregory, their big defensive end, tight end Dalton Schultz, linebacker uh, Leighton, Van e- uh, Leighton Van Esch, uh, Jerron Curse. I mean, they got guys right now that they need to bring back. And now, C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, who tore his ACL, he was out last season, and Cedric Wilson, um, C.D. Lamb is set, but Gallup and Cedric Wilson are set to be free agents. So they're still going to need to do some jockeying when it comes to wide receiving core. But as if you're a Cowboys fan, your biggest fear is that if you lose Amari Cooper, look at the numbers with Cooper versus the numbers without Cooper for Dak Prescott. That's kind of like numbers for Aaron Rodgers, who he trusts, because he very much throws the ball consistently to Devontae Adams when Adams is on the field. And look at how they spread it around and do different things with it. It does change the offense when you're without him. Same thing without Amari Cooper. But he could be one of the first big dominoes in in Dallas to fall. Cooper finished with 865 yards on 68 catches, eight touchdowns in 15 games this year. He was not a 1,000-yard receiver, but he did have two 100-yard games in the first seven weeks. Uh, But none of them were in his last eight games. He had three games with two receptions and one with three. He missed a couple of games last year after testing positive for COVID. But uh, but did not you know was not banged up so to speak but still considered to be a quality receiver just too much money too much money so it looks like uh, Amari Cooper might be in the open market now if you're a Packers fan you're not raising an eyebrow going suddenly that they're going to be able to afford to go out and get Amari Cooper opposite Devontae Adams but um, it it's gonna I I believe it's going to diminish the Cowboys somewhat and how can it not. 877-867-1670, Give us a shout, 877-867-1670. Uh, Mark says uh, the Dallas Cowboys going through the same problems as the Green Bay Packers, too much money spent on players that aren't contributing. Amari uh, Cooper is a contributor, but he's not the main guy. Aaron Rodgers contributes during the regular season, but he can't get the job done in the postseason. Both guys way overpaid. That's the next. Uh, that's the next deal. I guess is okay. You go through this, and I, I've said this all along um, that I believe Rodgers is coming back. I believe that they're going to have this incredible finagling of salary. Um, I don't know. You you can't have Rodgers make a cap hit against of forty six plus against the team this year. You're going to have to move some of this money around to make it all work. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. But I don't give two dams about the regular season. I don't care about an MVP. I really don't. It's great to watch. It's great to have hope and optimism throughout the season. But I really don't care if they win 14, 15, 17, or 12 games. I don't care. I don't. It is all about the postseason and getting to a Super Bowl, period. Anything less is a failure. You can look at circumstance. 
And 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 you bring up a good point, Roy. Roy says, "Well, what about uh, don't injuries play a part of it?" I agree with that, Roy. But because you've had opportunities, and they have fallen away, you got everybody back last year. Your coach made a mistake, screwed up the offensive line. Rodgers didn't play well. He was under he was under siege, looked panicked, looked old, quite frankly. And your special teams were horrific, which we all knew. But the offense just needed to put something up. Again, last year, you had a fumble by Aaron Jones, an interception by Aaron Rodgers. This year, a fumble by Mercedes Lewis completely changed the momentum of the game. Game over. Offense then stagnant after that. That's as much on Rodgers as it is on anybody. He, When you see, again, I'll go through the list of Burrow and Stafford and Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. You look at what Derek Carr did in that game against Cincinnati. Josh Allen did in that game against Kansas City. Quarterbacks were relied upon. Quarterbacks earned their money. Quarterbacks did amazing things to put their teams in position to win. Right? Rodgers did not. He went one, two, three, and out to Devontae and went silently into that good night. That is legitimate criticism. So I don't care about the regular season. I don't care about injuries at this point. I really don't. It is all about getting to a Super Bowl, period. Anything less, unacceptable. Unless, of course, Rodgers goes down, and then it is what it is. But the bottom line is, you've had opportunities, you've blown it. You were playing You were playing at your best. You were playing with a really good team, a team that was formidable enough to get there. Everybody knew it, and you blew it. Now... Anything less than that success is a failure. Doesn't matter the circumstance. Anything, because you blew it, anything less here on out in your career is a failure. It's a failure. Um, Kylie said, or Kyle says, what would you think about the Packers uh, entertaining the uh, thought of Gronk? Uh, boy, he would be a hell of an addition. I would love to see it happen. I don't know what he would play. I don't know what kind of a cost he would demand. To be honest with you, I don't know. Um, oh, let me say this. If Gronk says, hey, I want to come to Green Bay and play with Aaron Rodgers and get one more shot at a Super Bowl, I'd love it. Love it. I'd take it in a heartbeat. Because you know what kind of a receiver. He changes the field. Like Kittle changes the field. He changes the field because he's a weapon that can do many different things. He changes the way you look at defense, at defending the Packers' offense. If you've got Devontae on one side and say you pick up Olave from Ohio State and he comes in, he's your rookie, rookie wide receiver. You still got Randall Cobb. You still got Amari Cooper. You got a couple of these guys. You got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the backfield. And then you have Gronk. You're loaded. And a good offensive line that really does, it's one of the best pass-blocking offensive lines in all of football, especially when David Bakhtiari's healthy. So you, it, it's unbelievable. It changes things. And, and I would entertain that idea wholeheartedly if he's going to come back and give you one more season. But I don't know if it's if, if you can even come close. You, you can't think about anything right now because you don't know what the money's going to be. Um... Greg says, uh, my mailman thinks Rodgers is shaving points. 
He's not your typical mailman. He's retired from the Marine Corps. <laughs> He's an intel guy. There you go. No, Julia, uh, Jules, I never said they could get Cooper. They're not getting Amari Cooper. Never said Cooper. Cooper's not coming here. No. I said, somebody asked me, would I entertain the idea of Gronk? Well, I'd entertain any idea, but you can't afford it. No, I did not just say Amari Cooper. We were talking about Amari Cooper being let go by the uh, by the by the Cowboys. I never said Cooper was coming here. I think you meant Amari Rogers. Uh, oh, did I say Amari Rogers? Okay. Well, then I said the... Cooper. Okay, maybe then I slipped that. But I was never thinking about Amari. Cooper. Amari Cooper's not coming here, so that's not even a possibility. So maybe I meant Amari Rogers. Maybe that's what I was saying. So, okay. do you think the Amari Cooper thing has anything to do with not paying running backs that much money? Because that was my first reaction. Um, you mean when Jerry Jones had stated that they didn't want to pay running backs and then ended up paying paying Zeke Elliott all that money and it turned out to be a, a massive failure? Well, because Zeke makes so much and now he's kind of over the hill and he's not even the right. best running back, I think, on the team. Tony Pollard's probably better. But now right. they're so constricted by the fact they're paying a running back. I don't know what it right. is, 25, No, I agree 20. with that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I think they're just looking at I, – I think Amari Cooper is a better player with more upside right now than Zeke Elliott. I really do. Um, I think Zeke – anytime a player goes away and begins to hold out and they're out – because where was he? He was down like Cabo partying. I, I I never Zeke Elliott was a hell of a running back. I don't deny that, but he never to me was a guy that was going to put you over the top. He was never to me a guy that was going to that he was worth the amount of money that he felt he was worth. He's just not. The we all know running backs are a three year peak, and that's it. It's just because of the position they play. Unless you are dynamic with speed and pass catching out of the backfield, then then it changes things. But Zeke's a punisher, always has been. Got good speed, but he was a punisher too. And and those types of running backs have a peak of about three years, and then that's it. They're on the downside. So you got to and I, look. He made his money, but I would never pay a running back that amount of money if he's a punisher. Like AJ Dillon, people are going to want to pay AJ Dillon in three years. I I'm giving him a contract, but I'm not breaking the bank for him. I'll go find another another north south runner. There's no way I'm paying that kind of money for running backs and they're going to he's going to he's going to demand it and he's going to get his money somewhere. That's fine, but he's not going to get it from me. It just does not prove out to be a worthwhile venture. It just doesn't. Doesn't happen. So yeah, I, I would say going back to your original question, is this a byproduct of the Amari Cooper or the uh, Zeke Elliott deal and that's the reason they're cutting him loose? Yeah. Cuz he's just it, do you think he's even the best wide receiver? Do you think he's the best wide receiver in the National Football League? No, not close. You have Devontae, DeAndre Hopkins, but I do right. think he is up there, and he he's was probably top five. I mean, he only got a nineteen percent target share last season because they were so right. loaded. I think talent wise, he's definitely top ten, if not top five. Right. So he would be great for a team that needs a number one, 
But like you said, they're loaded in Dallas. He only got 18% of the targets. Or, 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 uh, yeah. I, I just don't think that – I don't think that he is as – now, here's the other thing. Putting him with the right quarterback, absolutely. He can go back to being one of the one of the top receivers in the National Football League. I That I agree. I don't think – I just don't think Dak Prescott's that good. And I think that's part of the problem. Nor do I. I just I, I've always thought Dak was a good quarterback, maybe that upper echelon, but he's not he's not great. He's not he's not that guy. And if they lose Amari Cooper, you'll find out even more so. Like Rogers, seemingly, I think we would all looks better as a quarterback without Devontae. Because he has to play the position to where he's looking over the entire field. The ball has to go somewhere, so start working more so with the guys that you don't normally throw to. And Rodgers ends up looking better. Whereas Dak loses Amari, and it looks like his percentages go down. His completion percentage goes down, and he's not nearly as what people would consider to be as accurate because of those two or three passes a game that he hits Amari Cooper with that keeps that, that percentage a little bit higher. I just don't think he's as good. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I know it's a fish fry Friday, but if you want to do like yours truly, tomorrow is going to be a pull out the porker Saturday. And uh, I got some pork chops. I got some steak pork chops for tomorrow. I'm going to grill them. The patio is, uh, is now, for the most part, anyway, if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, you can see right there the, uh, the, the patio, the tiki bar, pretty much free of ice and snow. And the grill, uh, all I got to do is just clean it up a little bit. I'm going to do a little grilling. Tomorrow's grilling day. I am face first into some pork chops and some ribs on a stick. Heading down to Robert's Specialty Meats in Waukesha. Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. I'm telling you, can't wait. Cannot wait. Going to be a good one. Looking forward to it. Hey, tonight, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, good stuff, Little Fish Fry Friday might even be down at Bottle House 42. Going down to, if you're heading downtown tonight, and you're not going, say, to Stenny's. Say you're going to Stenny's, you're taking a shuttle. It is what it is. But if you're going to uh, park near the Pfizer Forum or UW Panther Arena uh, tonight, head over to Bottle House 42, which is right there with MKE Brewing. MKE Brewing, all kinds of new beers getting ready to come out. They do crap brews all the time. So right there on 9th Street, um, stop by there tonight before you go down to flat out friday and check out the motorcycle racing or before you go to the admiral's game going to stop over to mke brewing they got uh, their doors open for all kinds of events but mke brewing that's mke brewing downtown ninth street downtown milwaukee and uh, the brew house is uh, open it is open all the mandates are now lifted everybody's in there enjoying themselves so tonight uh, we're meeting some friends over at bottle house 42 and uh, my buddy tim the gm over there Going to talk with him and hang out there a little while, get some dinner, good good fish fry, and then uh, head over to uh, Flat Out Friday. So 
and then probably going to be catching uh, while I'm watching Flat Out Friday. Be catching the Bucks on the screens inside the Fiserv Forum. So it should be a good one. Check it out. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, this is from uh, this is from Kyle. Kyle says, who do you believe to be the top five wide receivers in the NFL? Top five wide, top five wide receivers in the NFL. Um, Cooper Cup, you have to put in there. Uh, if you looked at the top five wide receivers, Ben, we talked about a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. We were talking about Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams. Is is Amari Cooper in the top five? If you say Cooper, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, can you throw Jamar Chase in there yet? So this is where I have trouble because a lot of it has to do with the previous year, but then there were some injuries. Some of the quarterbacks right. weren't good. I don't think Amari Cooper was top, is top five right now. I think he maybe was two years ago. Right. Cooper Cup, absolutely. Cooper Cup, yes. Jamar Chase, I would say. Devo- Devontae Adams, yes. Devontae. Can Ugh. we put Jamar Chase in there? Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase? I don't know. Well, Justin Jefferson, I forgot about. Yeah, you could put even Justin Jefferson in there. Didn't he have like 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns this year? I think so. So there's four. Debo? And we, uh, oh, God, Debo Samuel, I forgot about him. That's what I'm saying. Amari Cooper, for the money he's making, I don't think he's even in top five anymore. It's such a tough position to project because DeAndre and, Hopkins and, was, and then he was hurt all last year. So right. I don't think I can now. Ah, DeAndre Hopkins, we'll see how he returns, but I still think he's he's solid. I mean, you look at, you look at like, I, I, I still think he's in, at minimal, he's your top 10. But then you got like even, like take CeeDee Lamb out of Dallas. CeeDee Lamb had a far year than Amari Cooper did. Amari Cooper, we all know, missed a couple of games because of COVID, but he had a far better year. I do think Amari is a top five route runner. Yes. He's probably your your most sure-handed guy. I'm not doubting that. But when we just talk about just your top five wide receivers and the amount of money that you're making, I I just, you know, I I don't know if Amari – is Tariq Hill – better than Amari Cooper? Could you go in that direction? It's tough. I mean, if Amari Cooper played... What about played, Stephon Diggs from Buffalo? Is Stephon Diggs better? Yeah. If if Cooper played with those quarterbacks, I would, I would put him up there. That's what's tough. Yeah. I think Amari Cooper would be a better wide receiver if he was hooked up with Derek Carr. For for Las Vegas, I think he'd, I, I think he'd be a better statistical wide receiver, which he was. Yes, I I really do. I think he'd be better with Derek Carr than he would be with Dak Prescott, and not because of the amount of weapons they have. I just don't think Prescott's as good. So, does Devontae Adams need to go play with a bad quarterback to cement his his greatness status 
877-867-167. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's with a bad quarterback. I think it's where he's just because I don't. I think Derek. I, I think Derek Carr is a better pure passer quarterback than Dak Prescott. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. See, I would. That's what I'm saying. So, Amari Cooper, go. You, you may make less money, but go to a place like like Las Vegas and play with a guy like Derek Carr, who's a much more. I don't know how to put it. It's it's just I, I almost want to say technical, but it, it that's not the right term for it. Quarterback than what he's playing with now. I think better uh, passer um, works. Yeah, but I, I will passer. say this. In a pass-happy offense, the way Mike McCarthy and that that staff like to throw the ball versus run the ball, um, you know, Amari Cooper's had opportunities to thrive, so to speak. But I, I see, I I think Amari Cooper would get better numbers, better targets, and have more opportunities for easier or and or better catches if he was playing with Derek Carr than Dak Prescott. Just my opinion. There's a good chance that happens, or I, I mean, Cooper's going to go somewhere now that he wants to be. Yeah. Right, probably realizes that a quarterback that's a better passer is better for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, if you're looking for a place to go, fish tacos, fish tacos, or maybe even tomorrow for a big margarita and tacos in general. Uh, don't forget about our friends at the Wrestling Taco. They are on 84th Street, a couple of blocks south of State Fair Park, and stop in and tell and say, Marcus, uh, you know, we heard about the fish tacos. We want to get some, uh, and tell Nicole behind the bar. Uh, load up the margaritas. Let's do this, and you're good to go. Stop in to the Wrestling Taco. They have everything from really big wet burritos all the way down to the fish tacos on Friday night. A lot of good stuff over there at the Wrestling Taco, opening up at 4 o'clock. For all your afternoon and dinner needs, that is the Wrestling Taco on 84th Street in West Dallas. Stop in, tell them we said hi. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show. That's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Kind of a rocking kind of weekend coming up. Flat out Friday tonight at the Pfizer Forum across the street. You've got Admirals Hockey. You got the Badgers taking on Nebraska out at the Kohl Center this coming weekend. Uh, you've got Marquette ending their season this weekend as well, the regular season. And uh, you've got, uh, you know, uh, the the giant clock that hangs right now over the state of Wisconsin as it ticks away. Time for not over the Milwaukee Bre- not only for the Milwaukee Brewers to get back on the field with Major League Baseball, but also for Aaron Rodgers to make his decision as the clock continues to tick on the time for uh, free agency, and in addition to that, the free uh, the franchise tag for uh, Devonta Adams. So, a lot going on throughout the state of Wisconsin. Ben, are you watching golf today by any chance? The Arnold Palmer Absolutely. Classic? Did you see Rory McIlroy almost hold it by by an inch? It's it's by, one of my yeah. favorite tournaments of the year. I don't know why. Yeah. I love Bay Hill. This is because it's on a course that looks like you and I could play it. Yeah. Some of these courses you look at and you're like, I don't even know how. They're just, and I've played Whistling and I've played Aaron Hills and such, and I've played some really cool courses, but this looks like a course, it's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful course. And it looks like it's not, it's difficult. It's got thick rough. They grow the grass up over three inches. I understand that. 
but it looks like something you and I could play. And like you and I, with some of the houses that are alongside of the fairways, you and I could end up hitting a house or two and maybe hoping that there's like some really hot cougar laying out by their pool that we get a chance to talk to when we go retrieve our ball in their yard. You know what I'm saying? My pro- I, I don't do well with water, so that's my okay. problem with it. it. There's so much water, and you have to hit it over. I haven't met, like, when there is water in a shot, I will find it because I'm mentally weak. <laughs> if it's, uh, if it's a, 100 yards, I won't find the water. If it's all along the fairway, I'll find it every damn day of the week. So if you got to just get it over the water, that's one thing. I can do that, no problem. But if it's along the fairway, like you get a 300-yard fairway and the last 250 yards of the fairway are right along the water's edge, I am finding the water every day of the week. I'll be, I'll be ball after ball after ball plopping it in there. And I'll be busting out that bag of balls that you buy at like Dunham's. for It's like 30, 40 balls for 20 bucks. And there's not even a name on it. It's just a white golf ball. It, doesn't even, it just says ball. You know, those are the balls that I use near the water. That's the ones. I just take, you know, it's like, ah, oh, who cares? I'm going to lose it anyway. I'd rather lose that than a, than a Pro-V. I don't even play with Pro-Vs anymore. I putt with them. That's it. Other, the rest of the time, I think I use, because Titleist keeps changing up the balls. So now, what, do you, what ball do you use? Do you have a, a, a favorite brand? I, so I used to just use the normal True Speeds that you would buy at the course, but now I'm starting to buy, like, Kirkland 20-packs off Amazon that they give you a bunch <laughs> of used balls in it. It's super cheap. And I, Kirkland is the only company that can make vodka, chicken, and golf balls. And right? I really appreciate that. Yep. It's kind of like uh, the, the days. Uh, there was a uh, place called Swallens uh, years ago. It was a department store. And my mom loved it. My dad loved it. I loved going there. I, I used to ride my bike there when I got old enough to do it, where you could go downstairs and you can get snow tires and fishing equipment. And you can go upstairs and buy housewares and then go all the way upstairs. And it was like, you know, underwear, lingerie, all that kind of stuff. You could you could buy an oil change and a nightie for mom or not well, not for my mom, but, you know, nightie, for, you know, for your loved one and buy it all in one bag and take it all home. You know, that type of place. That's the type of thing Kirkland's is. They can give you everything. That, that's the Kirkland's uh, of the modern day. There you go. And and they make tons of tons of you're right tons of liquor and whiskey and apparently some of their liquors and whiskeys are really really good in comparison. Yeah, it's not bad, not yeah. bad at all. I'm not a, a huge like I said. I'm just kind of learning liquors, whiskeys, bourbons, things like that. But uh, but yeah, there are, are a few friends of mine who have said some of the uh, some of the whiskey that Kirkland's produces pretty good, pretty good in comparison. So there you go. Um. Let's see here. Jeff says, Fish Fry uh, Friday tonight, uh, Buck U near Supper Club, Stratford, Wisconsin, in Marathon County. All right. Well, there you go. Good place to go. I've never been there, but, and I love venturing out. When we get a chance to get out and travel um, the, the state and go to these different places, I love going out and going to these different places, different supper clubs and stuff. All right. So when we're traveling to your neck of the woods, Man, let us know. I let us know. Uh, it's, it's you know, it's, I, I love to get out and see some different places. By the way, Paul says, I uh, love, I have the Kirkland bourbon. Uh, drink half the bottle after the Badgers win last week. So, Paul, you're saying it's good or just heavily drinkable? One of the two. 
I get it. Or those are the same thing. Or they're the same thing. It's just easily drinkable. Now, you know, are you doing it as a sipper? Are you doing it with a straw and a sippy cup and a lot of ice? To the point where you just don't, you don't care. You know, you don't, you don't even want to know your name by the end of the night. Seven-year-old and its deliciousness, he says. All right. That'll do it. That is the whiskey portion of the program. We went all over. We went home improvement, pimp my ride, this old house. We did uh, the Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, Major League Baseball. Coach K, you don't get this anywhere else but on the Bill Michael Show. That's the kind of guys we are. We bring you the potpourri of crapness. That should be the title of the show, the potpourri of crapness. And we've got it right here. Hey, thanks for taking a listen to us. Uh, Have a terrific weekend. We'll reconvene on Monday. Until then, time for us to go. Have a good one. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.